0: everybody. this is Jarrell Krilich welcoming you to this edition of the Get Moving Minute. And today's eating style, Spotlight is intermittent fasting. Whew. listen, Today's eating style, intermittent fasting takes a very different approach, emphasizing that when you eat is more important than what you eat. So specifically, intermittent fasting limits the time period in which you are allowed to eat. Focusing on taking planned breaks from eating. Woo, listen. You're probably thinking, wait a minute. Isn't fasting bad for your metabolism? Haven't I heard that? Didn't I read that somewhere? That's the whole reason we don't go on these low, cal- low calorie diets and this affects our metabolism, blah, blah, blah. So, yes, but, Studies show that it takes 24 hours without food to even see a slight reduction in metabolic rate. Okay, so we're not talking about starving ourselves. We're talking about planned fasting is not the same as starving. Planned fasting is designed to give your body a break from eating and digesting for 12, 16, 18, or even 24 hours. Okay. So you're still gonna eat enough calories for the week. They may just be distributed a little differently than the standard breakfast, lunch, and dinner, okay? So, for some people, this sounds like a lifesaver. For other people, this sounds like a nightmare. So, before you decide, here are some pros and cons. Here are the pros. Intermitting fasting advocates taking breaks from eating will give your body a greater opportunity to self-heal and repair. So think about it. If you're shutting down your eating earlier in the evening by the time you go to bed, you're you're going to bed on an empty stomach. Your body is no longer processing, doing all its work, digesting and storing energy for the next day. It's already done all that. So now while you're Resting, your body can truly focus on what it should be doing when you're sleeping, and that's repairing the wear and tear from the day before. Okay, second pro new research suggests that short term fasting, 12 to 24 hours, can reduce body fat and inflammation and improve insulin sensitivity compared to eating with little breaks in between. Next pro for some people, it's a convenience thing. Hey, fasting just saves time, it's less time spent meal prepping, you know, prep and eating, since most people are gonna end up eating fewer larger meals in a day. Here are the cons. Most fasting studies so far have been on rats, and people are not rats, though human studies suggest there's at least no harm to short-term fasting, okay? Next con. Not eating can be tough and uncomfortable, and sometimes this can make you kind of irritable. Um, another con, skipping meals can lead to people, can lead to people overeating later on, um, or you can feel as though you can eat anything you want because you you know, skipped breakfast and lunch, which is not good. Another con, some people might take it a little too far. Um, or simply have difficulty eating enough food in a shorter time period, so this shouldn't be an excuse not to eat, all right? So how do you do it? Simply put, stop eating, okay? Now, just remember, intermittent fasting isn't starving and you still need to eat, okay? Here's just a few of the most popular ways to do it, okay? There's different ratios. The 16 to 8 hour fasting Um, 20 to 4 or 24-hour fasts. Okay, so what does that mean? If we do a 16 to 8 ratio, this means you're gonna eat all of your calories for the day during an eight-hour window and you're gonna fast for 16 hours. But just keep in mind, you know, you might have your first meal at noon and then a mid-afternoon snack and then you might have dinner around 7.30 or 8 p.m and then you don't eat again until noon the next day. Or for me, I found it even easier to, you know, not eat after 5, 5.30 or 6 p.m. in the evening and then I get up in the morning and I have my coffee and I go do my workout and I just eat a later breakfast as opposed to eating right when I wake up. This might not be doable for everybody, Um, But if you commute to work, you know, maybe if you prep a smoothie ahead of time that you can just take with you um, to have later, that's another good way to do it. So just remember those hours that you're sleeping, that counts as fasting time. If you do the 20 to 4 hour ratio, you're going to only eat one meal, one big meal, maybe a snack every day consuming all of your calories during a 4 hour period and then you're going to fast for 20 hours. If you do a 24 hour fast, this this involves going a full 24 hours without food a couple of times a week. Most people will eat normally one day, stop eating after dinner, let's say after seven, and then fast until dinner the next night. This way you go without eating for 24 hours, but you still get to eat every day. So those are just some a few basic ways to do it. For me, when I've tried it, it's not something I do every day, but I just try to shut down eating very early in the evening so that I make sure each and every night I go go to bed on an empty stomach. And then when I wake up in the morning, I have my coffee, I do my workout, and I just have a later breakfast. So that is the easiest way for me because I personally don't like to go without food. I get very irritable. And I'm no fun to be around (laughs) I've been told so I'm not um, I'm not a good faster I'll be the first to admit but I know many many people who have had tons of success with this and this is a style of eating that they really embrace and they have had tons of great results doing this and they say that they feel better or more energetic Um, and there's lots of research out there that suggests, you know, eating fewer calories is better for our bodies. So if this is something you want, feel like you want to give it a, give a try, I think you should. This is Jarrell Krilich, the Frisco Fit City Ambassador, signing off for the day, reminding you to get up, get out, get moving.